welcome to episode 31 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 19th of December 2016. I'm Darren and joining me as always is Terry. It's Christmas! Almost! It's almost! Almost! Almost, Darren. This it's time next week Christmas. it'll all be done and over with. Merry Christmas. Yep. Or Birthmas or whatever you celebrate. Yep. I celebrate yeah. having a week off. Yeah. Yeah, because of reasons. <laughs> we all like weeks off, Darren. We just don't get them. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I nearly failed today, but we'll discuss that in a bit. Fair enough. Um, So, Terry, tell me, in the last two weeks, what have you been up to? Christmas stuff, Darren. Christmas let stuff? Talk, let me talk to you about Christmas stuff. Go on. No, just shopping. Just just shitty shopping and shitty shit. Do you not Christmas. do all that shit online? <laughs> I do some stuff, but, you know, it's one of those where I kind of like to go around you know like Huddersfield during Christmas and think ah oh, this is shit but I do that every year to reinforce the fact that ah it's a bit shit this year mm. uh, you know with the whole like I've not been late night shopping this year but because it's just dire these days yeah uh, so yeah just getting some shopping done we finally put the tree up last weekend okay last weekend yes uh, that was a pretty much all day thing getting that decorated and all that good stuff so yeah just trying to kind of get all that sort of stuff done at the moment so it's been about kind of where my focus has been other than all the games and all the stuff and Mm. things that's about it what about yourself um busy 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 um busy yeah so i've had two more christmas twos uh one of those Mm -hmm. was a weekend up north uh with the family Aye, tis the season. Tis the season for me to go up north. <laughs> <laughs> that one special time of the year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when I embrace 12 hours with my family. I saw the photo. You look very happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's good times. Good times. Um, yeah. So I had that, and I had a trip down to that there rugby, uh, where I used to work, right. and went and had some food with my colleagues, or ex-colleagues, shall we say. But you don't work there now. No, I know, but yeah. I still work for the same company and I still speak to them, so I thought, well, yeah. it's only a 100-mile round trip, so... Must be nice. <laughs> it's casual. Yeah, you know. Must be nice to have so many work dues. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, I actually dipped out one of them. Uh, the the main works do, uh, like mm. 600 people crammed into one room. Sounded horrendous. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. 600 people? Yeah. I work at a big company. I know, but why is it... Uh, oh, hi, Jeff in accounting. <laughs> How are you doing? Put it this way. Never I, talked I, to you throughout the year, but it's I've, I've worked on in that office now, what, year and a half? And yep. we're split into three floors. So on average, let's say it's 200 a floor. I probably know the names of about 30 people. Awesome. Yes. And so. how many sit around your desk that uh, you have to know the names of? About 30. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know you're mingling down. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I work in a software development department. It's it, it's renowned that the headphones go on and you don't make eye contact with people. That must be... Amazing. It is. Yeah, that just sounds kind of like a paradise of, leave me alone, leave me alone. The only thing it's missing is blinkers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have at least like the, um, how I imagine, like the American like office cubicle? Um, got like blinkers that way or ish no so we've got um 
we've got like five desks with no partitions at the sides, but partition in front. So it's mm-hmm. like five desks facing each other and then a- another row a couple of meters behind. And it just goes like that through the entire office. Right. So it's kind of like that, but without the side partitions. Yeah, it's not too bad, I suppose. No, which is it's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. Sweet. Um, Let's see. Let's see. I've done some more home automation. Um, mm. I've done some good stuff. Um, I've spent so, some money. I've spent some time. I've got um, like door sensors now. So I get a notification to my wrist when either one of the doors opens and things like that. It's, it's pretty cool. Next, you'll be getting them on the cat flaps. Oh, oh no, there's been one on the front on the cat flap since pretty much day one. I've got a camera pointing at the cat flap. And I know you had the camera pointing, but I didn't realize you had a sensor on the cat flap. No, 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 no. Well, so when motion is detected on the cat flap, um, it then sends an alert through to the software, which then, yeah, then updates just to say motion was detected. Um, mm. Because it takes a snapshot anyway, I can always go back and have a look at that. Right. Like when the okay. cat has come in with half a mouse in its mouth, and it's just like... Ah, did he actually come in with anything? Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> run, 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 run. All yeah. the way around the house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've had that before. And it's just like, yeah. walk down to the hallway. It's like, I'm not sure what bit that is, but I don't think he liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite wrong. Mm. Entrails. Yeah. Um, I I edited a podcast. You did, you lazy bastard. Um, it's time. It wasn't this one. No. So <laughs> a a... Um, running time was one hour, 26 minutes when okay. I finished it. it. took me just shy of eight hours to edit the fucking thing. Amazing. Three people. That is, that is an amazing amount of time to put into editing a podcast. It's, it, well, yeah. I mean, you just hit play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it hit sounds play right. and I have to listen to every single fucking thing that's said. Remove as many ums as possible. It's, um... <laughs> see what I did. Damn it! <laughs> it was rough. I mean, because there were three of us, and there was a bit of background noise on one of them, and I just forgot how much effort went into it because we break it down per chapter, and then mm-hmm. we do all that kind of stuff. And then I've got quite a lot of intros and stab music and and little bits for the different sections, and and that was a good five hours. And I was like, Jesus, that that took a while. Yeah. And then, and then I thought I got home from work. I think it was on Thursday night, and I thought, right, I just need to enhance it now. That that's not going to take long to put the screenshots in and the chapters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was three hours, three fucking hours. I mean, did you say it was four years since the last time you've recorded one of these? Yeah, and I know why now. <laughs> I wasn't saying it for that. I was just saying in general that this uh, is probably why that you you're not used to editing. Yeah, um, yeah, about. F- yeah, well, if you think, um, I we we did the year of shame in between doing that, and I had, had to edit all that down. Oh, yeah, you did do that, didn't you? Yeah, so. Because mm. you used to berate me about how noisy my audio was. Yeah. Good times, Gustav. <laughs> <laughs> and how you've learnt. Oh, how I've learnt the mistakes, yeah. Yeah. Um. So apparently I'm on my third mid- midlife crisis. What were the first two? I, I can't remember. Christina Uh-oh. said it was my third. So I was like, okay. I would have thought the home automation would have like been a major one. Um, well, I could be yeah. on my fourth then. So <laughs> I did I did the thing that all the blokes do eventually. Okay. And at, at some point in your life, you'll get to the point where you buy yourself a DLSR camera. 
Yeah. Okay. Go on. It, it, quite simply, you get you get to one point in your life and you just think, oh, I take a lot of photos now. Just, just yeah. random shit. And it's just like, <laughs> that looks quite nice. I'm going to take a photo. I'm going to take a photo. Then you get to the point where you, you then blow that photo up. And even though your phone's decent, it's 10, 12 megapixel, whatever you think. If I had a decent camera, that shot I'd have just took would have looked even better. Right? Yeah. And think it goes on. how shiny that picture would have looked. Yeah. And it goes on and on and on. And then, and then you have some beers. And then you talk yourself into it, even though you've already <laughs> priced one up mentally. And you know how much to get it. And then you wake up in the morning and you look at your email and give it, ah, I did ah. order it then. <laughs> God bless alcohol. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I bought myself a, a nice DSLR Nikon camera. And nice. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. I, I even went for a wonder on Saturday. I just, because I live in quite a scenic little area, I just went for a wonder for about three hours with my camera around my neck being that guy. One of those types. Yep. <laughs> yep. And have you have you yielded some some pretty good shit? Do you know you kind of the workings of a DSLR? Because all the settings just baffle the fuck out of me. To be honest with you. So yes, yeah, I've got a good idea. I mean, I I I I went to art college, and oh, okay. so we were trained how to use the old school cameras. Um, you know, before the digital things start coming in. Mm. Um, with the old dark rooms and that kind of thing. So even though I'm not good with a camera, I've got an idea of what things do. Sure. So yeah, and also my uh, my Lumix, I, I very rarely had it in auto. I was I used to play with the settings all the times. So. Mm-hmm. Um, with this, you can just do it better. Nice. So yeah, yeah, I've got a rough idea, but I'm currently going through YouTube tutorials on what exactly these buttons do because I know what I want right. to do, but it's just getting the thing to do it. It's all your macros and your ISOs and your yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. And the stuff, yeah. And the things. But that's that's cool. It's uh, You're getting out there and about and you're taking pictures. You're freezing your bollocks off while you're doing it. But no, it, was, it was a really nice day, actually. I was out in shorts and t-shirt. Oh, really? Right, okay. Yeah, I went out with a, with a backpack on full of food because I didn't know how long I was going to be out. Oh, look at you. I, I, I even had um, a tripod over my shoulder. In a, in a little carry case thing, wow. just in case I need to get that perfect <laughs> shot. <laughs> yep, I turned into that guy. I aged Brilliant. 20 years overnight. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, it's only been two weeks since we last recorded, and you, you're a completely different person. I know. It's got a cast. It broke me. Absolutely broke me. <laughs> it aged me 20 years. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Another five of those to go. <sighs> yep. Yep. Um, so, oh, yeah. So, I mm, what, what? Um, missed this from the notes because it only happened this evening, but I nearly royally screwed up. Ah, okay. So, I we, we've got a new start today. So, I've I've been in training mode, uh, training the new guy, showing him all the system, all the rest of it. Obviously, showed him quite an important part. Showed him the whole debugging system because oh, that's obviously the first thing he needs to know. Of course. Um, so I showed him that, and I said, oh, yeah, well, there's the team calendar, and da, 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 da. And obviously, it's got this week and next week on. I'm like, oh, look, uh, so, so-and-so's on holiday. Look, it's just highlighting that. Oh, and so-and-so's on holiday. It's, it's not showing mine for some reason, but, yeah, I'm off next <laughs> week as well. <laughs> so anyway, I finished this training, went back to my desk, and I thought, I better just check that. <laughs> I checked. Oh. I hadn't booked off the three days in between Christmas Amazing. and New Year. 
I, even though I had it in my calendar and everybody knew I was off for those three days, <laughs> I would have been at home getting drunk and actually be legally working. But, uh, well, you could still, like, kind of push your mouse once every so often. <laughs> I, like, make it seem as though you are working. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you probably forget when you've, like, fallen asleep from the amount of alcohol and take away food. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah, so I, I kind of came back and put through the whole day and said, um, I don't know why this has been missed, but I'm just letting you know I'm booking that off. <laughs> Luckily, it was approved straight away, but I was like, phew, <laughs> that could have been a horrible Christmas. No, Darren, you got to work. But, oh. Yeah, no. I'd, I'd have been sulking. Let's put it that way. That's not good. But, well, you got it booked off. Everything is fine. Everything You'll drink is copious awesome. amounts of alcohol. Yes. Yeah. Good times. Okay, so that's stuff we've done. Let's discuss what we've played. Checkpoint. So, Terry, did you manage Hello. to pry yourself away from that old solitaire? Yeah. I've put another eight hours into it. Oh, it's only a full day's work. Never mind. That's not too bad. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, work, solitaire. <laughs> Oh no, that tri-peaks has got itself under my skin. Um, I did. I, I've played some things. I've done some stuff. Would you like to know? Yes, tell me all about them. I have finished Watch Dogs 2. Ooh. Now, I was savouring this. Hmm. Uh, like a delicious gourmet meal. Because uh, it was one of those where... Because I was uh, saying the last episode where it was pretty much great it it really was good yeah uh, i was watchdogs like the characters and everything and it was one of those where it's like right okay i've done every single side mission i can think of oh i better get on with main story mm. so i did but very slowly okay i didn't want to i didn't want the experience to end in a way sure yeah but uh it was one of those where it's like right okay there are other things i want to play i better get this done so i finished it and it was good it was good. I I really enjoyed Watch Dogs too. Cool. Uh, I was. I mean, I liked the first one anyway, but this one was even better. So yeah. So I finished that. I the other addiction that I'm into now is Picross 3D for the 3DS. Okay. Uh, I like missing Picross. Yeah. I've got all the E Picross series on 3DS. Yeah, I've got a few of them. I've never played the uh, 3D one that came out on the original DS. Okay. Uh, and I'd seen that this the round two had come out, and I thought, right, okay, I this looks like it's going to be super complicated, but yeah. man, it's so good. Uh, so well, when you say three D, so I play Picross, and mm-hmm. you kind of uh, almost battleships like you s- select until you've actually got to the point where you've got your picture. So does yeah. this actually do a three D image of it? Yes, this is literally a three D construct that you are. You're trying to tap away. So what? It, you spin it round, or yeah, 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 yeah. You, you spin it round. It's got the numbers at the top of the bottom. You know, on all axis. Yeah. Uh, axes. 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 Yeah. 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 Um, it's got the numbers on all of those. So you just gotta kind of tap your way through and and all that good stuff. And super intuitive, super easy to do. I say super easy to do, but I mean in the sense that to pick it up, it's easy. Right. because. Uh, Picross, once you kind of know what you're doing, yeah. it's like, I, I, just, I can just go through all these. And it's the same with this. It's like, right, this looks really complicated, but they've got a really good tutorial system that tells you 
this is why you do this. This is how you do this, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And by doing that, it's like, right, okay, we'll show you how to do this. Right, okay, you do your own. And, you know, this is why you do this. And, uh, yeah, it's super fun. Uh, I've probably done about, this is about 250 puzzles. Okay. Which is fair size, and I've got a few more that I've just unlocked. So, so like each um, book is themed, uh, and they start off with like super easy puzzles, and then you've got to, you know, you can make big puzzles, or you've got like a load of little puzzles that come together to make a giant puzzle, yeah. uh, and that sort of thing. But it, yeah, it's super fun. It's really good. Uh, so if you like Picross, I, I would uh, heavily suggest that one. It's very, very good. Oh, cool. Um, super Mario Run. Uh huh. I've uh, played some of that. I thought it was. I, th- I think it's okay. Or is it an endless, uh, it's side scrolly runner type thing? It's a Mario run from left to right, but your cat control is running. You just press jump. So jetpack joyride. Yes, but it's not endless. There are levels to it. Oh, okay. Uh, there are. It's free. Uh, or at least the first like three levels are free. Right. If you wanted to give it a trial. It's kind of got like daily bonuses and all that sort of jazz, and you can buy things with coins that you earn in the levels. And there's like a toad rally thing where you can face off against someone else. Okay. And if you win, basically, if you do like skill moves like throughout the level, you get these little toads come and cheer you on. And whoever wins out of you and the other person, you get all these toads that come and live in your kingdom and stuff and things it's it's okay um it's it's caught my attention they've got this thing where it's like collects five pink coins throughout the level okay Uh, and then you collect the coins it's like now collect the purple coins through the level and they make it progressively harder to collect these coins and the last ones are like black coins that you've got to try and get and it's it's okay it's it's fine it's captured my attention when i've been doing nothing is it worth, worth the hype um because I've seen quite a lot of hype about it. Or I should say, not from people per se, more mm. from, should we say, official Twitter accounts. Like, the wait's nearly over. It's out at midnight. Oh, you can't wait to get your hands on it. Here you go. Yeah, I think that was more a sense of, oh, my God, Mario's coming to another platform. Yeah, other yeah, than, sure. Even though he's already done that before when he was on the 3DO. But uh, this is kind of like, because they want to forget about that. It's kind of like, oh, this is the first platform. Oh, Apple. Mm, sure. uh, but kind of in this day and age of Nintendo, yeah. that's quite a big thing. Sure, yeah. Uh, so I think that was kind of more mesmerizing to people, the fact that Mario was coming to something other than a Nintendo platform. But, sure, yeah. Uh, I kind of feel like they're trialing the uh, whole Nintendo account stuff up. Because uh, it's like okay. they, they want you to tie in as soon as you kind of... L- like load the game up right and then they do stress to you by the way if you make a purchase on this one don't forget to log in onto your nintendo account on the other one because then it'll seamlessly transfer over right and then i tried that and obviously it did so hopefully they'll do that on the switch on rather the switch, than yeah, yeah. the whole horrible we turned it to your system so if you yeah. try and get rid of this all your purchases are tied to why why would you do that yeah so i think this kind of feels like a trial period for them but uh yeah, it's okay. Mm. I finished, Darren. Brace yourselves. Gone. Finish Mass Effect. Holy shit. I finished, Darren. I finished Mass Effect. So, and you know what? Go on. What? So good. It is. Um, uh, 
that that last boss fight, however, was mm. painful. Mm. Um, I didn't die. Um, I found kind of his weak spot in the sense that, oh, if I hide behind this, you can't actually hit me or do yes, anything. So. Yes, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And uh, it's like, oh, that's cool, but man, this is taking forever to like take you down. And then that was quite uh, a tough fight. Yeah, it was, but man, it was worth it in the end. And then Darren. Uh-huh. Brace yourself. Yeah. I then immediately jumped into Mass Effect 2. Oh. And 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 did your character just seemingly come across? It did. It was like, I was worried for a second and then found the option because it, it said new game. And I'm like, it's not going to give him the option, is it? Because it mentions in the additional content about watch the interactive comic and choose your own, op- you know, like mm. that sort of thing. Okay. And then I went into new game and it said transfer character. I'm like, oh, thank Jesus. Yeah. So uh, Jeebus Shepherd lives. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, man, that opening. So just trying to be spoiler free because there are probably people out there that haven't played. So which ship are you currently on? I am on uh, a ship that is... How do I say this without spoiling it? Okay, a... so let me let me rephrase that. What's the current state of the Normandy? Uh, it's a bit fucked. Uh, well, okay. uh, well, it was fucked, but now I'm on one that's not fucked. Right. Okay. Yeah. And it's just like it's it's weird because when the first one was fucked, it was like ah. Oh. I I genuinely I, I had to put the control down. I was like, fuck. Yeah, because you've just spent just... so much time on that ship, you know, inside out. Because you've between every mission, you're running between the floors, doing this, doing that. And yeah. I was just like, I can't believe you've just done that. But that was the thing, because with me, it was like, what is going on? And then it's like, oh, you need to get to the bridge, and I'm like, right, okay, if I take a left here and I do this and I do, and I like made my way straight to the bridge because I I know the Normandy, it's it's yeah. my ship, god damn it. <laughs> and then. Uh, now I'm on a ship, and I'm like, yeah, okay, you don't need to show me where things are. I already know where they are. Leave me alone. <laughs> Stand aside. Looks the exact same. Leave me be. Although I did like the fact that when they said, oh, we need to give it a name, I'm thinking, oh, that's cool. I'd be able to give it its own. Oh, no, it's just the Normandy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, that ship. Um, man, the co- the combat. The combat is so good. The changes that they made to that game already feels a million times better. Yeah. Like, as silly as it sounds, just having ammo... Not that energy system, make and the shooting, the ah, oh, yeah. I, I genuinely can't wait to put more time into that game because, kind of, not that I didn't enjoy Mass Effect, but it was so. Well, it, nearly what nine year old though. Yeah, which is understandable, but it was kind of one of those you can instantly see with two. Right, okay, we've learned what we need to do to kind of refine these things. They've yeah. not massively changed stuff but refined it to a point of where it feels a lot more fluid. Yeah. Like, I'm getting, like, a, a notification at the side that says so many of 30, like, headshot kills and yeah, that sort yeah, of yeah. stuff. Like, I'm actually able to pull out, like, headshots and that sort of stuff, and I can now carry five weapons instead of four, because I've got a heavy weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just silly things like that, but already it feels way better. But yeah. I, I can tell kind of with the way that it's started, it's going to be a very intriguing uh, game to play through, which is good. Yeah, Mass Effect 2 is very good. I, I really enjoy Mass Effect 3. Um, mm. I, I know there was a lot bigger pro at the time about the ending, but sheeple, that's all I'm going to say. 
Sure. I mean, I've got, obviously, this is one I'm going to, you know, carry on with, but it's, I, I'm interested to see where it goes because the way that two kicked off is like, fuck, this yeah. I don't know what you're doing, but, uh, you know, where to make a start with it. So we'll, we'll see what happens. So, oh, cool. uh, yeah, so that was cool. That was cool. Uh, and then finally, uh, Hitman. Okay. I did remember to do the elusive target or I just loaded it up because they've got a exclusive mission for Christmas. Okay. And you get to kill Santa? Harry and Marv from Home Alone. Oh, wow. Okay. It's not they got the likeness, it's just the names. However, uh, I believe it's called Holiday Hoarders is the mission. Okay. You do get to kill Santa if you do if you want to. And then you <laughs> get to don his Santa suit and then kill them as Santa. Fantastic. There's got to yeah, be a cheese there. Uh, there is inbuilt kind of challenges okay. surrounding that. Like you can kill them with things and do stuff and there are presents kind of around the area where which has weapons in them that you can kill people okay cool it's this a really dumb game but it's so good but yeah that will be uploading that at some point and that will be things so because i recorded both of those so that'll be good sure cool yeah um yeah sorry i've been rambling that that was me for games uh what about yourself um so i haven't had a lot of spare gaming time just the editing took it out of me. The Christmas dues took it out of me, and just yeah, generally shit took it out of me. It sounds like you've had it full on. The um, past of weeks. Yeah. So the only thing I've really played is um, so I've been addicted to the uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag app. Mm. The old Kenway's fleet is uh, has been an absolute godsend. It's um, so I think I mentioned last time that it integrates into the main game. So even if you're not playing the game, you can do these stuff and stuff happens. And then when you log into the game, stuff is there for you. Mm. That's pretty cool. So with this, uh, with the fleet stuff, you kind of basically, it, it's quite easy. You, you go to an area, you have a couple of ship battles, and it's just my ship's more powerful than your ship we blow them out the water we pick up a few diamonds and stuff we repair our ships we move on we do this until we've got rid of all the ship battles and then we can send them out on missions which is just right that ship has got so-and-so cargo capacity send it to there and it can exchange that cargo for cash yeah and that's it um it sounds quite easy um but the stage at the moment you've got to use a bit of tactics because it's like well i'll go and kill all everything in the sea and then right well that guy's going to be gone for 13 hours but i'm going to need that for this next battle over here and and just you know working it all out uh but it's, yeah it's great that you can play it on your phone you can play it on your ipad and just generally whatever seamless integration yeah so when i do well when i finally got around to being able to play on a console this weekend i fired it up and there was millions well not millions but there was a big bunch of cash waiting for me i was like fantastic <laughs> you see i'm i kind of i kind of miss that second screen experience you know kind of that mm. they were promising at the beginning i was kind of like this is a novel idea i can kind of tell why it hasn't picked up the way they really wanted it to but uh i kind of miss that it was like the division was supposed to have something where someone could like do stuff within the world and i don't think that ever came to fruition either yes because mm, mass effect 3 does as well doesn't it mass effect 3 has got its uh galaxy at war app 
Um, yeah. Which is a very similar thing. They send things to go do stuff to go and get stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and that, that's what I mean. It's it's one of those where it's like it actually benefits you in the main game, which I think is kind of a cool idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's been perfect. And then this weekend I actually sat down after I've been from a big walk, taking pictures of random ship. Yeah. Uh, and just played, probably played about five hours this weekend and really, really enjoyed Black Flag. Like, cool. it's such a good game. Like, very similar to the way you you played Watch Dogs. Mm. I'm just like, oh, look, there's a tower over here. So if I go and take this tower out, that means... Yep. But but on here, it's like forts. Um, so you, you, you've got to do it in, like, a ship battle. So you're basically mm. circling these forts to take out the turrets and then once you've taken it over you then have to go in fight the guys uh kill the main guy take over the war room and then that becomes yours and then that section of the map is then friendly nice is it kind of like um far cry so what i would say is anybody that has stopped playing assassin's creed games because they're a bit boring this is (laughs) basically Think Far Cry 4, but smaller plots of land with ship routes in between. And the ship routes is where you do your ship battles and stuff. Okay. Uh, But really, really good. I mean, it's like I I spent about four or five hours just in the open sea. Right, okay. Um, So basically, I was just out there and you see like a ship and you kind of... So basically, to get resources to build up your ship, you need to take out other ships. Mm-hmm. So I'd just be out in the open, and I'd be like, "Right, okay, so there's a ship there. It's a little one. I'll, I'll go and, I'll go and whip that into an inch of its life. And then when it gets to that point, you've got an option of, well, do I just sink it, or do I, do I go and attack it? So basically, you pull up alongside, and you send your men over, and everybody kills everybody. And then you've got the option of, uh, just decommissioning that ship and taking all the resources, or adding it to your fleet so I can use it like on the iOS app." Or you can use it to reduce wanted levels. So I, I was able to be out there for about five hours taking down these massive fucking ships. Jeez. Are they pretty intense battles? Depends. Um, I've, I've got to the point now where I'm pretty heavily upgraded. Um, mm-hmm. So I've even got like mortar. Um, so it's right, like you okay. see a ship in the distance like mortar. There we go. Yep, yep, yep. That's down. <laughs> can you do the thing that they do on every film, which is like pull up? next to another ship kind of swing on there and fight people yeah yeah them. yeah that's that's what I mean so awesome when you get them down to, within an inch of their life you can um you pull alongside and you've got a cannon on the back so you've got about five shots with that and then you you can actually swing on a rope and you can do an assassination from midair take somebody out and then just do a bit of swashbuggling and uh and take the rest of the people out because your goal is you've got to take depending on the size of the ship you've got to take out x amount of people and then once that number is reached then that ship is yours right okay but i was i was doing a bit and i was um i so i've only been doing main story quests to unlock things that are currently locked if that mm. makes sense so yeah. i've got to an area where it's just like oh uh, there's a there's a diving boy there go and uh diving bell diving boy wherever it is it's like, right, you've unlocked that. Okay, so go to that wreck. Okay, now we're going to drop it to the bottom of the ocean. Use that for breathing. Um, and then I want you to swim around in some chests here. And, but you've got to swim through the reefs to stay away from the sharks. And I was like, oh. fucking hell, this is an entirely different game. There are so many different little mini games in it. So what you're telling me is that you're stealthing, but in the sea. 
stealthing in the sea and then going sea be- stealth. Yeah, and then you kind of going between air pockets to go and get stuff, and then you pop back yeah. out and avoid sharks. Now it's just reminded me of Sonic and drowning, and <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, can't do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, there's so many little mini games in it. It's amazing. It really that, that is. That does sound bl- cool. Yeah, that really does sound cool. I'm about eight sequences into it, and I think, looking at the trophy list, that there's 13. So mm. I'm trying to back off as much as possible because I, I, I want it to last for a long time. Sure. I, I'm guessing you're still going to be powering through the other ones once you've done Black Flag. Yeah, so I think the thing is with Black Flag, because you've got... it's Because it's a really beautifully set scenery. So you've got... Well, you're on a tropical island. So yeah, it's like you walk well, yeah, through the sure. sea and it looks absolutely stunning. Uh, and blue water. Yeah, so when you go to the other one, you're back, I, I think from Syndicate, you're back to a normal Ask Creek game, from what right. I can tell. So I'm probably just going to power through that one. And then I'm quite looking forward to getting to the London one. Mm. Is, that, uh, is that Unity? Uh, Syndicate. Is that, oh, sorry, that's Syndicate. Yeah. Right. From what I can tell so far, this this is definitely the best Assassin's Creed game I've played. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is just so much to do. It's just such a living, breathing world. It's uh, it's really bloody good. That's cool. Yeah, that's that sounds like a good game. I I think because you've you've wanted me to kind of dip into that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe that is the only Assassin's Creed game I play. Um, but um, yeah, I'm you don't to give you, that a go. You don't need to have played any of the others. Um, mm. In Assassin's Creed Three, they kind of introduce some of the mechanics but they've kind of perfected them in this one and they reintroduce you. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure they'll give me some form of tutorial to tell me what I need to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see that ship there? Blow it up. Okay. Uh, Pretty much. To be fair, it took me a good couple of hours to get used to the ship combat because I was just like, I'm just getting blown up. But once you get used (laughs) to it, it's it's really good. Cool. Assassin's Creed, who'd have thunk it? They've been good. I know. Uh, and then just the other thing I got a chance to play at the weekend was episode five of Batman. Sufficient enough? It was a Telltale game. Um, oh. <laughs> to be honest, I, I really enjoyed the story. I Yeah, the story was good. The characters were good. The, I, I do like me a bit of Batman. So um, I've, I, I think I mentioned on the last one, uh, Telltale really need to rethink their engine. Because I had the end of game battle. And what you've got in this one is if you get some perfect strikes in. So when you get the quick time events, if you you hit them all in the sequence, um, it fills up a little back gauge down in the bottom corner. So Mm. once that maxes out, you can press X and you can press the R2 button and you do like a, a power finishing move. Right, okay. So I got to the end. I was doing this. Perfect, 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 perfect. Um... Got to the end, and it just hung on me and crashed my PS4. Like, took it out, and I was like, fantastic. Uh, But unfortunately, it just saved just before the ending. So when I then loaded it back up and I'd gone through all those, oh, you didn't shut down your machine properly, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. I got to the end, it's just like, oh, right, press press X. Oh, there you go. You pressed X, you win. Like, but I need to do power moves. I've just been working on that for five minutes. And uh, and, and just so many load screens during fucking quick time events. Man. Wait, loading screens between fights? During. Uh, that, that final battle probably had 
five, six. Um, it, the, the game would pause. Load screen. Uh, well, not a load screen, but the game would pause. You'd see the loading icon, and then you carry on. That's not good, because that would be so jarring to me. Like, hang on, I'm, I'm oh, I'm, I'm finding my flow. Can you imagine if they did that with like the Arkham series? <laughs> it's like it, punch exactly, one, yeah. Tip one guy out. Oh, we're loading. Hang on. Yeah. Um, oh, that that's a bummer. Yeah. So they they need to have a think about that because currently, I, I mean, I, I just. I spent five hours out in the open water and going to little tropical islands having battles and everything. There wasn't a single fucking load screen. No. And anyway, grumble, mm. grumble. So uh, yeah, I've I've played two games. Two games in the whole two weeks. But think about how many more games you'll be playing over the next two weeks or oh, however man. long it is before the next one. Yeah, yeah. I can hear you salivating through yeah. the mic. <laughs> That's not salivating. <laughs> oh. <sighs> right, so... As this is going to be the last show for this year, I don't want to do the normal thing of, well, give me your top five games of the year. What is your game of the year? So I thought, you know what? Let's just pick a game. So over the last year, hit me up. What would be your one game of the year and why? I picked uh, Hitman. Okay. As my game of the year uh, because that game is just ridiculously fun. Okay. I think it's super clever the way that they've segmented everything out into chapters. Yeah. It's it's like they've done the Telltale DLC like chaptery thing, but they've done it right. Okay. Uh, it's kind of got some through story, but who gives a shit? You get to throw things at people and kill them hilariously and do really stupid things, and it's just it's just re- such good fun. Uh, so Hitman is my game of the year. You can kill Harry and Marv from Home Alone. <laughs> One of the elusive targets, you could kill Gary Busey. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's that dumb. Hmm. It's so good. Oh, it does sound good. It sound good. So, yeah. What about yourself? So, I was thinking, and I, I've looked through, and I've only actually completed 14 games this year. It's It's been a rough year. Damn moving house. <laughs> Grr. So, I, I actually picked South Park, The Stick of Truth. Okay. I laughed my th- way through that entire game. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was very clever. It 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 actually made me want to play more turn-based combat games. Right. Okay. And I am so pumped for the next one. So, South Park, stick of truth. Sweet. So I remember you really did like that game. Like I laughed my ass off at it. I mean, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a massive South Park fan anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was pretty much an interactive, call it an eight twelve hour film. Right. Okay. Uh, and if you get a lot of the in-jokes, you will just cry with the laughter at some of these things. It's good that they they actually spent the time and the effort of, of making sure that they did the property correct. Yeah, yeah. Because I played some of those earlier games. Boy, were they bad. Yeah, I remember having the one... Um, what was it now? You you had snowballs with... It was, you were playing as Cartman, wasn't it? Yeah, and there was you... chickens that you threw things at. Yeah, that was the one. Yeah. A, a really horrible first-person shooter kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that wasn't, wasn't a good, good. game. No. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was my game of the year. Now, I I listen to other podcasts. I listen to the Year of Shame Challenge. Mm-hmm. And I, I even text you. And uh, at the time, I was... I wouldn't say I was having a downtime, but I was, I was, like, busy. And it was like, well, what's a game? Yeah. And I said to you, well, 
do you think you could do another year of shame? And uh, obviously, you, you didn't do the last one. So. <laughs> <laughs> nah. um, but I was, I was seriously considering it. Then, then I, uh, I took a step back and thought, hang on, calm yourself. <laughs> but what I will say to to the guys who are about to venture on the next year of shame, if you are doing it to change your buying habits, I think it makes a massive, massive difference. Now, I think going into the first year, I probably bought 10, 20 games before we even started. I, I kind of binged of, shit, I need to have all these games and I am going to play them in this next year. Yeah. Now, now, um, as of this year, I, I totted up and I've I've bought in total uh, 16 games this year and completed 14. So Right, okay, jeez. Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, I, I'm looking through the list of the stuff that I bought. There, there's things in there that I haven't even touched. And realistically, yes, they were nice and cheap, but did I need them? Probably not. Probably not, but they are there for when you do feel that need to play that one game. Yeah, yeah. Like Watch Dogs. Um, well, yeah, I did pick up Watch Dogs. I picked up Far Cry Primal. Um, mm. I, I double dropped on on three of the Assassin's Creed games because I decided I need them on, on PSN although I already had them on the Xbox. And just a handful of things where I kind of wish I hadn't got the Nathan Drake collection. Um, I, so, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I, I enjoyed the, the Uncharted series the first time around. I really enjoyed it. The second yeah. time around, even though it looked pretty, the mechanics had aged a little bit. Um, and you could tell that by when you went to Uncharted 4 just how much the mechanics changed yeah sure so yeah yeah the, the, there's a handful of things i'd probably happily wait for but it's just like oh it's it's a bargain i must buy it i think you because uh, you picked up what was it three or four games in that ubisoft sale yeah yeah but that was around euro gamer so I'm, I'm gonna use the excuse for you and say that it was because you was enraptured by games that you spent money on games yeah sure sure but again, the Assassin's Creed Unity and Syndicate that I picked up on the PSN store, even though I already had them on the Xbox, were silly. Um, but remote play. Yeah, but I now have an Xbox in every room. I don't need remote play. Do you even have one in the bathroom? Not yet. But I, I am getting an Xbox One S for the front room from Santa. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Yes, you are. <laughs> I know because I bought it. <laughs> She's just rocking it. Nice. Spoilers, Darren. Jesus. Ooh, just briefly speaking about that, I I sent you a link to something you went, huh? Now, anybody that listens to this podcast knows I like my audio stuff. And it turns out that Microsoft aren't only going to do the bitstream pass-through for the Atmos from the Xbox, but they're going to start integrating into games. So you're going to have that top channel for games. I think um, Overwatch is going to be the first one. Mm. Now, imagine that. Height. Now, I I Height. didn't say, uh, all I said was, yes? Cause yeah, I read I, that as, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's cool, though. I mean, the, the fact that they're integrating that into games, I think, is is cool. But is there a shit ton of people out there that have all this Atmos stuff apart from crazy people like yourself? Right. So this is why I'm kind of excited about it. In the same okay. way that... I personally thought 4K wasn't really taking off. Um, mm. Oh, already was taking off, but very steady. And there was there was only a set amount of people thinking, oh, yeah, I, I need a 4K TV, uh, me being one of them. 
However, as soon as as soon as Microsoft mentioned the Xbox One S with the 4K um, output, yes, and the PS4 Pro with 4K output, all of a sudden there are millions and millions of 4K TVs out there, and everybody wants a 4K TV. Cheapy, cheapy, chirpy, cheap. Yeah, but what I'm kind of hoping is people give it. Oh, what what is this Atmos I hear about? And then all <laughs> of a sudden there'll be the market will be flooded with Atmos, which I won't be in that minority anymore, and 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 Blu-ray um, uh, distribution will all be in Atmos and all kind of good stuff. Where still at the time, it's it's kind of lacking at the moment. Yeah, I think because can they get can they? I'm pretty sure they can do that with like downloads as like downloaded films as well, right? Um, they're trying it. Um, Netflix have done a single, almost like a pilot of an Atmos track. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was only a short of about 10 minutes, uh, but they added an Atmos just to see if it would work. Um, but you've got to think the Atmos audio track requires a lot of bandwidth because you've got seven, well, if done right, you've got 10 channels. Yeah, I never really think about that, to be honest with you. Well, yeah, okay. But the the good thing is, Darren, you actually finally will have a 4K Blu-ray player. I will. I will. And so then you can happy. have 4K and Dolby Atmos. Yes, I actually picked up a Blu-ray today that actually has DTSX. Go on. Um, I can't even remember the name. I just saw DTSX. I'm like, I need it! (laughs) Because I'm yet to hear DTSX on the amp. Home Alone 4. (laughs) DTSX. Um, In fact, it's it's sad, it's called Nerve. Nerve, okay. Don't know what the film's about. It's got DTSX track on it, so... (laughs) I'm going to watch now. I'm going to enjoy. You're such a slut. Yeah. But anyway, getting getting back on, on topic. So out of these 14, 15 games I've bought, I've only actually played... 10, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. 7. So if I'd just bought the games I was actually going to play, I'd have, mm-hmm. I'd have only spent half the amount of money. I mean, 14 within a year is not bad. No, no, no. And, At and, all. And me, five years ago... It was, I used to basically pre-order everything, mm-hmm. big name, big, uh, I'd spend, you know, after E3 and stuff like that, they'd be like, oh, well, I need that game, I need that game, I need that game, and I'd just pre-order the lot. Yeah, pretty uh, much. And uh, as soon as I saw a bargain, anything under 20 quid, I was like, I'm having that, I'm having that. <laughs> Tesco uh, must love you. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think I've now got to that point where I realise I've got a house to do. Um, yeah. I don't have all that gaming time, so I have to pick and choose. Uh, it's, am I actually going to play this within the next X months? And if I give it no, then I'll give it. I'll wait. It'll be cheaper. No, fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, ramble over. Um, <laughs> so uh, back onto the stuff. So I was thinking, right, I could do this. I I could do another year of shame. Mm. Then I pulled up a list of all the things that were coming out in the next year. And yep. there was at least four where I thought, you know what? There is absolutely no way I'm going to miss out on that. Mm. Let me... I mean, you, you text me and you said there's at least two. And yeah. I think it escalated to, well, obviously it's now four. but Yeah, four. So the, there's four games I feel I have to have. Halo Wars 2. Mm-hmm. Absolute no-brainer. I, I love the Halo series. Yeah. Um, South Park, The Fractured But Whole. Um mm-hmm. Again, child. Um, I I really need to play that. I am so looking forward to it. There's your turn-based. Uh, yep. 
combat thing. Yep. Yeah. Mass Effect Andromeda. Yes. Because Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. And Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. There is no way I want the internet to spoil the shit out of those. The internet is a fickle bitch sometimes. Yep. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a very difficult one to kind of avoid spoilers on that. But uh, yeah, I, mind you, Mass Effect and, and uh, certainly Red Dead, they're going to be two quite big games that are probably going to take people a long, long time to finish. Well, th- this is what I'm thinking. I mean, Halo Wars, if it's anything like the others, that's a good 8-12 hour game. Mm-hmm. South Park, about 15, I'm going to guess. And the other two, I'm just going to get lost in for a year. Yep. And so th- the- they, they, they will be the only four games you will ever need. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which would be interesting. Uh, is there anything that's caught your eye for the next year? So the ones I put on was Resident Evil 7. Okay. Uh, because Resident Evil yeah. and Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm, I'm intrigued by that. That game looked really good. That game looks really good. Uh, I've not got it on here, but uh, Hitman Season 2. Okay. I believe it's yep. supposed to be next year, which more Hitmans is always good. Mm-hmm. Um, Ukulele. Yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing splash screens for that on Steam, and it's it's also on Steam on the Mac as well, which is kind of cool. Yeah. on release. Uh, it that game looks like a banjo kazooie ass game, and I'm all over it because I used to love banjo kazooie back in the day. Mm. Uh, so more of that will be awesome. Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Really? The I have you played the others? I haven't, but this is that open worldy four player co op third person y thing with the guy and the cocaine and all that good shit. Uh-huh. It's not like a typical Ghost Recon game. They right, showed it a couple okay. of years ago. Okay. Which looks intriguing. But one that people seem to keep forgetting about is Crackdown Three. Hmm. I I like I, I basically played an hour of Crackdown. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I love that game. It it took me like an hour to finish it, but <laughs> from what I understand, it's very like um, Saints Row. You know, but... start going a bit batshit crazy-ish. Yeah, uh, but there are orbs that you can collect, and there are people to take down and things and stuff. Hmm. I I, th- I think I'd I'd tried playing it way after its prime, so it was the first. One and I yeah. played on the 360 only about a year or so ago. I was like, yeah. "Ooh, this is rough." It was, and like I say, like it legit took about three, four hours to finish it. But they had enough in there to keep it going with like the collectible orbs, sure, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I'm so Crackdown Three. I'm hopefully that's going to be a thing that comes out okay. next year. But they're the only ones I had on my list. You've you've got some here that you're intrigued by, and some, yeah. you know, I am as well. So yeah, so the, the those four are going to be the most haves, and there's probably going to be pre-ordering around those. Mm. Intrigued by Lego Worlds. This is basically yes. Minecraft. Minecraft in Lego. Minecraft. Minecraft. So, so that is going to be interesting. So I, I'm kind of thinking. So Minecraft is brilliant. And we both know it's brilliant, and we spent yes. many, many hours in Minecraft. It's your fault. However, imagine Minecraft, but you weren't as restricted with the pieces you could have. Like, you could put actual windows in, and actual doors, and actual this, and actual that. I could put actual doors in. Yeah, yeah, but actual. not actually, like, 
windows and stuff. Uh, and, yeah, but you know what I mean. If if you're if you're fully allowed to let your creative juices flow, I could probably make an even bigger mansion than I did in Minecraft. <laughs> That's what I always do in Minecraft. <laughs> Just build a mansion. Yeah, uh, it's I, every single time I start a Minecraft world. So what I always do, I always, I, I always bury down, and I, I, I'll make some kind of shelter that covers the top of my stairs, mm-hmm. and then my stairs will go all the way down until I have found diamonds, and then I'll start just grinding out the level, and I will come back up, and there'll be a minecart that comes back up, and then that'll be me. Um, and then I'll go to the top and make all my redstone stuff. So I'll have all my machines automated with automated food and water and everything. Nice. Yeah. I did that the first one because you kind of showed me the ropes with that and said, this is kind of what you need to do. Okay, go for it. Yeah. And like subsequently, like the last couple times I've started a new world is like, right, I'll build a shed. It has a bed in it and yeah. things to like smelt things yeah. and a chest. Right. Okay. There's this big cave. I'm going to go in here now. And then I spend hours in the cave and kind of wing it for a bit. Yeah. But then I never get around to building the actual mansion. But that time that I spent a good 20 hours building a mansion and the power cut out corrupted the save. <laughs> oh, man. I loaded it. I loaded it back up. Everything had gone. It, literally every, like, the the house had disappeared, all my inventory had disappeared, and I had some good diamond stuff on me, and it all disappeared. When, when was your last relapse with Minecraft, Darren? It's been a while. It's been a while. Now, to be honest, when I was playing um, Uncharted, I was thinking about Minecraft. Because in That's Uncharted, weird. you've got those... So you go into like little miney things, and you've got traps and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, you could make that a redstone. You should probably play some Minecraft over the holidays, Darren. I don't know what I'm, I'm just gonna, just going to throw that out there. You should play some Minecraft. Well, I've actually bought, sorry, <clears throat> Santry's bringing me the Minecraft edition <coughs> of the Xbox. So it comes with uh, Minecraft Story Mode. Okay. And also another copy of Minecraft. <laughs> now, I've, I already own it on the Xbox One. But, but Christina doesn't. Ah, see <laughs> that could be dangerous. There you go. Merry Christmas. Yeah. What did you do, <laughs> Minecraft beer? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Minecraft alcohol takeaways sleep. Yep. Sounds awesome. Exactly. Um, so another game, a game that I've already started on the 3DS. However, I would like I I was ne- I nearly bought a, a Wii U just to play this game. And that's Lego City Undercover. Okay. Because the reviews are really good for it. Mm. And the fact that that's coming to the other consoles is fantastic another game intrigued by but uh definitely not going to be a release date is a little nightmare uh what we bought yeah uh, i should say what we played down at Eurogamer. yeah i really enjoyed that demo yeah i really enjoyed it um i think it'll be one to pick up in the sales i feel it's only gonna be quite a short game that's kind of how those platformy games go i mean inside was relatively short i think sure. i got through that in an afternoon so all right okay and see this being about the same but i mean what we played of it i was chuffed with it mm. seemed really cool but it's like a physicsy platformy thing but yeah i, I yeah good call on that one that little nightmare does look good yeah um detroit being human become human yes oh sorry become human um yes. can't read my own typing yeah. 
<laughs> Again, looks intriguing. Looks quite interesting. Uh, I don't think a day one, but you know, I'll I'll hang around for the sales of that one to see what it's like. Mm. More God of War. I like God of War. I've completed all the God of War games. I haven't, but this one looks so different that this could be super cool. This looks like they're trying to do the whole oh, this open world adventure game kind of over the shoulder third person looks. That's quite popular these days. Yeah. And they've brought that into your God of War. We, I'm not sure if that'll break it, because there was always something almost epic about the God of War games. Like, you'd walk through an area, and you'd do stuff, and then you'd be climbing up a massive statue and all the rest of it, and then you'd do an entire mission going up the statue. And then yeah. the next scene, you'd have come down from the statue, and in the background would have been the statue, and, you, and you're kind of revolving around it, so... Even though the the area itself was quite small, you were seeing it from many different angles, mm. and it was always very cool. Um, so, if you are allowed to like open the world a bit, is it going to be as cool? But I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy it anyway. I can imagine they would have like massive set piece things going on anyway. But yeah, yeah. Um, I can't see them not having anything like that. But we'll we'll see what happens. That game, kind of from the E3 stuff, yeah, looked, looked okay. Yeah, yeah. Again, I've never played full price for a God of War game, um, mm-hmm. but I've enjoyed every single one of them. Sure. So, um, Prey, I'm interested in this, see what actually happens. Um, yeah. Because many moons ago, I actually, I, th- I think actually it was well, during the Year of Shame, I think I went back and played Prey because Prey 2 was about to come out many years ago, so... <laughs> Oh yeah, the um, bounty hunter prey. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was no. You were the, like this um, this American Indian guy that got whisked up in a spaceship because reasons. I remember the first one that this the sequel was supposed to be like a bounty hunter. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. You are a dude that does things that look really cool and nothing like the first game, and then it got cancelled. Yeah, reasons. Yeah, so the if I understand now, they're doing a remake-ish of the first one-ish. This looks like a complete reboot. Yeah, they, uh, I, I think for, I've seen some of the footage of it. It looks kind of like Bioshock in space, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which I like the Bioshock. So if they do one in space, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, I'd be happy with that. You can transform into a cup and do things. So anyway, yeah, pray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on drugs. That is actually a thing that they showed in one of the gameplay things. Anyway, oh, okay. sorry. And then just finally, like yourself, the Horizon Zero Dawn. However, until I get round to picking up a PS4 Pro, I don't think I'll be playing that because it's already been touted as a game that, oh, I'll play this in 4K and it will look amazing. Yeah. Y- you scum with your PS4s. <laughs> it's going to look crap. <laughs> You filthy commoners with your regular PS4s. Yeah, so so yeah, I'm kind of pausing on anything that's going to look epic until Mm. I've got around to picking up a pro. Yeah, which won't be too long at this rate, so we'll see. No, no, no. Um, Well, yeah, well... No, it won't be too long on, no, 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 I'm holding off. In my mind, I'm like, ah, oh, I can wait. It'll come down in price and all the rest of it. And the other half of my brain is already pricing up 4K Denon amps for the Mac Cave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got yeah. price alert on on the model up from mine in the front room. So, 
as soon as that drops to a reasonable price, we're buying that, and then it'll, it'll be like the floodgates are open. Amazing. Yeah, Someone's so. floodgates will be open, Darren. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I have one more. Go on. I'm going to cheat. This is not a game. This is a console. The okay. Nintendo motherfucking Switch. Hmm. I'm intrigued by this. I am also intrigued, but currently intrigued is all I am. Um, I'm leaving this in the intrigued category. It's no, not. No, that's fine. I, I'm know. very intrigued to get hands on with it. Yes, we've already had the 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 normal internet uproar of some whiny little shit bags. Where it's like, oh no, it's not going to be as powerful as the PS4 or the Xbox One. That means it's going to be horrible. It's like, does oh. everyone on the internet sound like this? Every single one of them. <laughs> I, I I've got a piece of software that converts every comment into that voice. Oh, wow, they need to do a text-to-speech thing with that voice. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Mm. I mean, do these people not realise that Nintendos have always been underpowered, but it's all about the first parties? I mean, let's be honest. If you had something as powerful as, let's say, the PS4 Pro, how good are you going to get Mario looking? It doesn't matter. He's going to look just as good on the fucking Wii U. He's got an extra shinier face. Yeah, I know. Dickbags. But that's the thing. Nintendo have always kind of matched the beat of their own drum. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, N64, SNES, GameCube, you know, really, Mm. well, obviously the Wii, uh, super popular consoles. So I don't really think they give a shit about being as powerful as long as they give you an entertaining experience. Yeah, I think think the only problem they may have is, it's the same as with the Wii U, that... If they've got an underpowered console, you may get developers that give it, you know what, we could try and port to yours, but we're just going to have to down-res everything and downscale everything. And But the trade-off being is, guess what? You get to take all these big games on the go with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which doesn't seem like a bad idea to me, but, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe but... it's not everyone's cup of tea because, oh, wait, you can see the pixels. Yeah. And to be honest, so... Uh, Again, if the rumor's correct, this is only like 720 res when it's on the go. Mm. So you don't need 4K textures. No. No. Calm oh, down. Why need it's fine. Bags. Exactly. Anyway, that's games over and done with. Yeah. Let's talk about what we've watched. Yeah. Checkpoint. So, Terry. Yeah. This almost looks like a copy and paste from last year. Pretty much. Yeah. So, so what have you been watching? <laughs> There's one on there that's not the same. Um, it's kind of one of the go-to films, but Jingle All The Way was I, I, on. I'm sure you had that on last year. Jingle All The Way was. Yeah. The other one isn't. Uh, Jingle All The Way uh, is kind of a film in our house. It's not the best film in the world, but by God, it's Christmas. Mm. Uh, I will watch shitty Arnold Schwarzenegger films. Where he's determined, you know, to buy his son a toy because consumerism. Probably going to watch Scrooged at some point because that is also one of our Christmas go-to's. Scrooged on uh, on Christmas Eve is the thing that Christina and I watch, and we both turn into crying little babies when really when you start singing at the end. Really, every time. Oh right, okay. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. It's just because you've got this big nasty man who's just a bit of a knob to everybody and then all of a sudden his life turned around and the little kid comes out and says, Merry Christmas to one and all. Oh no, he spoke. And that's it. 
we're both blubbing. Put a little love in your heart. Yep. I don't. I don't know what it is. It's it, for the last what ten years we've done exactly the same routine. It uh, is a, such a cool film, though. It is, yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, we even know when it's getting to that park. So I'm like, uh, do you need anything from the kitchen? <laughs> Just. Oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> and she turns to me and laughs. Now to her laugh, we've got tears streaming down her cheeks. Just intentionally like punch her wall. No, it's it's okay. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. But. Man, it's yeah. I I can see why it's yeah. it is kind of one of those really. It's not even supposed to be, but it's just one of those really kind of warm-hearted films, despite the fact it's a really weird kind of dark comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it has its moments. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. God bless the eighties. Yep. Speaking of eighties, Darren. Yeah. See how I segued that. I did. Well done. Um, uh, I watched the motherfucking Goonies. How does it hold up? Because I bought it as well when it was down at three ninety nine, not told iTunes. Yeah, um, it does. It holds up well. I've got very fond memories of the Goonies. In, in fact, I can probably recite every line still right now. It's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Fast forward an hour and a half, <laughs> and that was the Goonies. The end. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it holds it really well. It's after watching. Uh, Stranger Things and yeah. kind of seeing the 80s tropes that they kind of delve into. Yeah. It's quite funny to go back to an 80s film that actually, in all earnesty, used those tropes. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's such a cool kind of ride, such a cool journey that they go through. Yeah. Um, You know, here's the fat kid, the geeky kid, here's the guy with the glasses, here's the, you know, and they yeah, hit those... Yeah. But the overall arc and story is just so awesome. I yeah. love that film. I used to love that film as a kid. Um, and I've not seen that film in years. But yeah, it, it, it does hold up really well. Some oh, really good, good. Uh, really good moments in it. But yeah. That's going to be one over Christmas for me. Yeah, definitely. I, it was it was one of those where I kind of just wanted to, you know, just chill out and just kind of, I just want to watch something mindless and fell on the Goonies, and it was like, okay, cool, this'll do. Yeah. So, yeah, the Goonies is a thing. Fantastic. TV-wise, I'm still catching up with Big Bang Theory. Okay. Uh, I've kind of caught up. Part of me was wanting to... I've been kind of doing stuff in, with watching stuff in the background, so mm. I kind of started from the beginning on Netflix, just kind of have some background noise. Sure, okay. It's weird to see how so many of the characters have evolved. Yeah, uh, yeah. But by God, Penny, oh, yep. so lovely, yep. so lovely. Uh, but I've caught up as much as possible, like on the newest series. I've caught up, so okay, cool. I forgot how big, how good Big Bang Theory was, but yeah, yeah, I really enjoy it. It's good stuff. It's well, uh, made me laugh quite a lot. Yeah, pretty much. You turn on E4, and there is Big Bang on, like ever. Oh, like, look, there's a Big Bang marathon. Yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of like a DFS sale. It never ends. It just keeps going forever. Yeah. <laughs> what about yourself, Darren? What have you been... So, I finished Expanse. Mm. Um. Thank God there is a second season because the cliffhanger that, that ends on, if there hadn't been a second season, you'd be like, really? Did it bring your piss to a boil? No, 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 no. Far from it. It was really good, but it was just like a, oh, I can't believe you're ending it there. Right, okay. Uh, but really well done. Good story, good everything. 
that is going up there as a bloody good thing to watch. I need to get into something, uh, something else. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of got so Battlestar Galactica, a bit of Firefly ish, hmm. just generally very very good. Uh, Blade Runner ish, but these all thrown together, the characters are are, are very good. The story is very good. The CG yeah. is mind blowing, like really good. Yeah, I, like I said on the last episode, I think Netflix are really kind of kicking it into high gear with all their original content. Hmm. Right. So let me just stop oh, okay. you at that point. So, I have been watching some Netgear original content. Netgear? Netgear? <laughs> Netflix. <clears throat> I have been watching some Netflix original content. All right, okay. And unfortunately, this one falls short of the normal standard. Oh, uh, okay. I started watching Van Helsing. Oh, the one with Hugh Jackman? No, no. Oh. The, the reimagining. Uh, the one oh, okay. where Van is Vanessa. I'm getting um, flashbacks of Ghostbusters 2016 here, but okay. no, no, no. So, so it's nothing about the. So you've seen Van Helsing the film? I've seen Van Helsing the film. It's a pretty cool film. I like it. It's alright. It's yeah, it's, a, it's, it's, a it's, it's fun. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's brain out. It's just um, vampires and and werewolves and that kind of stuff and just killing them all and stuff and it's kind of cool in a in a tongue in cheek kind of way. Yeah. In this, you've got Vanessa wakes up with no memory and the world has been taken over by not zombies but vampires and so basically take take the walking dead Mm -hmm. replace zombies with Mm -hmm. vampires and you've got van helsink Hmm. are we got six seven episodes into it or just like we don't like the characters and this is just kind of fucking dull if I wanted to watch this kind of dullness, I'd watch The Walking Dead. Oh, shots fired! No, I didn't mean it like that. But but it's it it runs at the same pace as Walking Dead, and it's Glacial. all about the characters and stuff. And 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 occasionally they'll be like, "Oh, look, there are vampires." Uh, I I guess the only difference is you have head vampires which can actually walk and talk, where you don't have that with the zombies. But. Pretty, uh, it's pretty much Walking Dead. Yeah. Uh, so, we, we we stopped. We were like, nah, nah. I'm impressed you got six, seven episodes into it before you realised this. Well, no, we were, we were hoping it was going to go somewhere because, uh, a slight spoiler, but it, it happens in the first episode, is she wakes up with no memory. So I'm like, all right. So basically, hopefully she gets her memories back and she just goes, turns into this um, ass-kicking bitch. Nope, <laughs> nope, nope. nope. Nope, doesn't nope. happen. And uh, and after six episodes, we're like, this isn't going to happen anytime soon. We're, we're done is, with this. When is she going to turn into that ass kicking bitch? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we I wanted like, to watch this. I just watched Buffy instead. Yes, that's what I needed to watch. <laughs> um. So yeah, I wasn't too happy with that. And we watched um Spectral. The hmm. the film that is on Netflix and that's Netflix original. Okay. Um, it's all right. It's yeah. it's kind of like it's kind of low budget ish, with some half decent special effects. Remember, 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 a couple of months back, I mentioned a film that I saw and specific. 
I said, hey, it was a good film. It was low budget. It was about things that did stuff. Love uh, this. <laughs> Guess the film. <laughs> right, it had a guy and he was doing things and there was also stuff. Mm-hmm. And it had credits at the end. Hang on. It was. <laughs> I'm sure it was called Kill Something. Kill Street. Kill, kill, kill. Kill Switch? Kill Switch could be a thing. Kill Command. Um, kind of low budget, kind of soldiers up against stuff that they don't know how to deal with and dealing with stuff. And uh, things. And things. And they either do or do not cope with said things. <laughs> That's for you to find out. <laughs> yes. So yeah, it was all right. Um, it, it's getting like eight, nine out of ten on IMDb and stuff. I mm. personally don't think it warrants that. I think it's a solid six and a half. Do you think people are kind of resonating to it in the sense that, like, we resonate to Iron Sky? Like, this is kind of dumb, but my God, no, it's no, no, magical. no. This is a very serious. All oh, right. Okay. Um army type thing i mean you can watch the trailer but there are people put on specific visors and they can see things that they couldn't see without the visors and then it's their battle against these things with the visors on okay mm-hmm. that's all okay uh. it's it's all right it's all right i wouldn't say it's crap it's just all right <laughs> okay if it's an hour and a half, take your brain out and just kind of let it happen. That's, yes. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, it's all right. So, similar to what we did with the games. Terry, mm. what would be your movie of 2016? Deadpool. I, d- I don't need to give a reason, so it's just Deadpool. I thought long and hard about this and came to the same conclusion. Yeah. Um, Deadpool is the film that I have watched repeatedly. I've probably watched it about five times now. I think you watched it like three times between when you bought it and when we recorded it to see yeah. if you'd actually watched it. Yeah, I I like it. Yeah. I like it. I think it's funny. I, I I genuinely liked it. I mean, there were some close contenders up there. I mean, stuff like Hargar Henry. Yes, that was a good one. A number of films which were close contenders, but... No Suicide me... Squad or Batman versus Superman. So let me tell you, let me tell you about Suicide Squad. Okay, you're going to, yeah, okay. So I, last night, I, I had the evening to myself. Christina's gone down to London. She's down on some training course. Oh, no. So I was like, right, I have a bottle of wine in the fridge. I am going to take a bottle of wine and consume a bottle of wine. I, I know there. when Harley Quinn's going to be on TV, so I can <laughs> find the right time to pause it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I started watching it, and I was watching it. And I was enjoying it. And on a second watch, I'm like, oh, you know, it's all right. I know what's coming. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah, I like Will Smith's character. Yeah, I like Harley. And then Joker came on the screen. And I was like, this is not a good Joker. It was just that abject disappointment that this is our Joker now. We can't so, get away from him. Do you know what I did? Do you know what I did? I Turned paused. Oh. Yeah, I, I paused it. Okay. And I went over and I put in a Blu-ray of The Dark Knight and I sat and watched the entire of The Dark Knight and I went, that is how you do the Joker. Man, Dark Knight is so good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Uh, Two two and a half hours, I think it is. But I sat there and watched the entire thing and I was like, that is a good Joker. 
some would say the best Joker. Definitely up there. I, Nicholson I, I, is good. I, I still like Nicholson. I, I think he's that campy kind of Jokery kind of way. He is, but like Joker and Dark Knight Joker is fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the Joker. That, like, that is the Joker. Yeah, I was, I was impressed. I, I, I still look like Hamill's Joker in like any game or or cartoon. That oh, if we're including that as well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, funny enough, when I went and bought that Blu-ray today, it was two for twenty-five. Mm. Um, so I was like, what else can I buy? And I picked up um, Suicide Squad on Blu-ray. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because it had an Atmos track. <laughs> oh, Darren, come on. Yep, so I have it sat beside of me. You funded Suicide Squad 2. Oh. You more, funded the next more, Joker more Harley? film. More Harley? I, more Harley? I understand what Does you're saying. Hot Pants? But does a Hot Pants sound any different in Atmos? I will find out as soon as we finish. Can you hear Harley? like an ass squeaking like oh, in the back? Only mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> mm. So, man, yeah, man, you bought Suicide Squad. Anyway, Deadpool's a good film. Deadpool's a good film. Deadpool is a good film. So, anyway, similar to what we've done with the games and the <laughs> movies. Disgusting. <laughs> TV, Darren. TV. What would be your TV show? In fact, hang on. Let me just play with my crystal balls. Would it be an 80s theme something? Would it be Stranger Things? Stranger Things is so good. (laughs) Stranger Things is so good. How could I not pick this as my TV of the year? Yeah. Come on. It's awesome. I've watched this four times all the way through now. Yeah, I fully Uh, expect you to pick that. Yeah, it's, it's something special. Uh, and I, yeah, that is TV of the year. It was so good, it, mm. but it was so unexpected. I th- I think that's the thing, uh, and I kind of feel partially responsible for saying, "Hey, Terry, check this out. I think it's right up your street." Yeah, and then because I'd seen it, and I'm like, eh, "Stranger Things." It uh, it kind of from the title card, I didn't see any trailers. It was just like, "Oh, this is now on Netflix." And then when you said it, it was like you kind of kickstarted it. Yeah, you created a monster. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, Stranger Things is so good. But yes, that is my TV of the year. Very good. I went a little bit more recent. And mm. I can always tell what's good TV by how little... I mean, I've mentioned throughout all these episodes that Christina and I are terrible at getting distracted. Mm-hmm. And if something's just not grabbing our attention then that's it. We're we're onto the iPads, we're onto other devices, we're doing stuff and just watching TV in the background. Yeah. Westworld for us has been the TV that we just everything gets put down, everything's gets muted, the cats get shut up. It's right, just feed them before we watch it so they don't interrupt us. Right, okay. And we've just watched every single episode and really enjoyed it. Um even like pausing halfway through and giving it oh what the hell just happened there? And like, oh, well, well, I think this is happening. And, you know, that kind of stuff. Kind of like really analysing and yeah, picking yeah. it apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Westworld for us has probably been um, the TV of the year. It's a bloody good show. Mm. Uh, it, it mixes that old school kind of Western 
but with like a new kind of technological spin on everything and i think that the two worlds combined is makes a very intriguing show uh still to watch that last episode though you still haven't watched it i still haven't watched that last episode yet well we've got christmas coming up so this is true yeah but i have been finding i've been watching other things oh well let's discuss those other things in the terry challenge section yeah ashes to ashes terry ashes to ashes darren I've watched a few episodes of mm-hmm. Ash to Ashes. Yep. <sighs> Where's Sam Tyler? <laughs> he he hmm. died off screen and now he's gone. And it makes me sad. Because hmm. I really like Sam Tyler as a character. So are you getting on with the woman? I could I can see now why you said give it a few episodes. Mm-hmm. Give it a few episodes to get into because she's frankly unbearable. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the first two, three episodes, kind of getting into it. And then she starts to kind of warm up a little bit, like, yeah, you know, to, to everything that's going on. But uh, Gene Hunt is just Gene Hunt. Yeah, in the 80s. Uh, yeah, I can see what you mean about the uh, Audi Quattro. Yeah, that was really... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, again, they're getting that feel of, like, 80s TV shows and all that sort of stuff. I like mm. that the one guy has got, like, a jerry curl going on. Yes. <laughs> now. <laughs> just the fact that they've, they've moved into the 80s but uh yeah it's it's really good I'm, I'm enjoying it it's it took me a while to get used to her but yeah. now i'm kind of used to her it's not as obnoxious sure yeah i also like the fact that the clown is basically what looks like david bowie in the ashes to ashes yes yeah, yeah. i don't know if that has any bearing on anything at the minute mm-hmm because uh, I was kind of thinking, why is, why is there a clown? I don't like clowns. Why is there a clown? <laughs> <laughs> and then kind of uh, when I was perusing, saw that, oh, that's why they did it. I can see what they're doing there. But yeah. uh, okay. you know what? I'm going to say something kind of controversial at the moment. I okay. think they... I've watched am I six, seven episodes in now. Okay. Which, can, considering that it's such a long thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I actually liked the 70s setting better. Ooh, interesting. Um, don't get me wrong, I like what they're doing with the 80s stuff. Mm. But I think for me, seeing so many 80s things, it was kind of refreshing to see them go even further back to the 70s stuff. Okay. And, oh no, it's, don't get me wrong, I like the 80s, this 80s stuff at the moment, but... Uh, yeah, it's it's kind of getting to a point of where you kind of feel like something's going on between Jean and her mm. at the minute. But yeah, it's uh, I feel like that because with the the original one uh, with Sam Tyler, they didn't really focus m- too much on yeah. him finding him his younger self and his parents, whereas her mum is kind of like integral to some of the stuff mm, mm. at the moment, and I think that's kind of an interesting kind of subplot storyline that's going on so uh but yeah I'm, I'm liking it it's very good and i'm i'm glad i've got them all in one go to binge okay yeah much like you said before but uh yeah i'm, I'm really enjoying it so that will be what i'm continuing with until yeah. after christmas now until the yeah, next yeah. episode but i'm pretty safe to say that i'll probably have it finished by then yeah and once the first season's out of the way, the story starts moving. Mm. Yeah, season one I always thought was character building. Yeah. 
um season two things start to happen season three is like holy shit right because it got to the point of where it i don't know if how well you remember it where she was getting very cold and yeah she okay so i'm i've just finished that episode okay um but i feel like things are, are kind of starting to kick off i yeah. i the thing is though it's it's gonna make me feel sad because i'm not gonna have any more gene hunt to kind of uh Although I do find it funny that he, I believe, is sell, now selling like life insurance on TV uh, adverts. Yes. Uh, well, is it TV? Is it insurance or is it is it one of these like market switch things? I can't remember, but I find it. I just find it weird that I'm watching him. Yeah, yeah. Kind of try and sell me something on TV adverts. I'm like, is this just like Gene Hunt has kind of fallen on hard times as a police officer, so now he's just become a TV actor instead? <laughs> And I'm kind of watching it that way, and it makes it even funnier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to buy into it, because fuck them. Um, yeah, Ash to Ash is super good. Cool. So Very good. good. So yeah, just continue with that until until after Christmas. We'll pick yeah. it up then. So anyway, that's what we've been watching. Let's discuss what we've read. Checkpoint. So Terry, mm. what have you been reading, if anything? Not a lot. No, I'm just kind of more listening to... I'm in music mode at the moment. Now, Spooky, we will discuss this because I have also been listening to a lot of music. Mm. Um, we don't I, talk a lot about music on the podcast. We don't. If at all. Yeah. So, uh, so kind of stealing your thunder slightly here. So, I, um, I've been busy at work. Work's been kicking my ass. So, I haven't really been able to listen to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I have been listening to quite a bit of music. And this, or I should say, the last couple of weeks, Metallica have released a new album. I'm I'm a big Metallica fan. Um, Still alive. They are, and they sound fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, so Hardwired Self-Destruct is their new album. It sounds very fresh and very Metallica. Which is um, always good if you like Metallica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've listened to it a couple of times. There are already some tracks that are really growing on me. Hmm. Um, it's really good. I also listen to kind of a contrast from Metallica, but uh, Pete Tong, the Heritage Collection. Now, this is take some classic trance tracks, stick a, I think it was a 42-piece orchestra in front of them, Mm -hmm. and just go make those tunes happen. And I listen to them, and I'm like, this is amazing. You sent me the link to this. Now, I'm not into kind of that style of music, like the what what was the genre before it became like dance uh trance kind of trance music i yeah. i was never into that i think i kind of missed the boat yeah on that one but there's something about adding an orchestra to things that yeah. just kind of just amp it up and some of the tracks that you sent me were just absolutely fucking awesome yeah yeah uh so yeah i listened to some of those it was really good Mm, very good. Mm. I've also been listening to the Westworld soundtrack because the Westworld soundtrack. If you listen, I, I actually listened to it today as well because it's very good. Because you know, like the pianoy stuff, mm-hmm. it's that. So it's very calm, very tranquil. Yeah, and it's perfect for working because you've got you've got no lyrics. It's just purely instrumental. Yes. Uh, so it's very very good. There's background music to work to. It's very good. Um, mm-hmm. And then, so I was flicking through and I was like, oh, so all these orchestral stuff and stuff like that. And I thought, you know what I haven't listened to in ages? Tubular Bells. 
Now, I'm not sure if you're aware of tubular bells, but it's Mike Oldfield from many, many moons ago. And it was just very instrumental, um, very well done. And it's mm-hmm. something I used to listen to quite a lot. He's just very chilling. Yeah. So I, I went on to Apple Music and I put in tubular bells. and I'm not sure which version I got, but I can tell you for certain that John Cleese was not in the version I used to listen to. He's <laughs> like, oh, grand piano. Nice. And it's just like, hang on, that's that's John Cleese. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here, John Cleese? <laughs> yeah, it was just very weird. <laughs> yeah, it was just very, very bizarre. So, yeah, so go check that out. That's interesting to have John that's... Cleese narrating over tubular bells. Is it just that one track and done? I think so, yeah. But Well, you, what you've got, awesome. you've got tubular bells. It's, it's all about bringing in additional tracks. Mm. And then you get one song, which it... I think it's about eight, nine minutes long, and it slowly brings in an instrument each time. There's just looping and then playing another instrument, and it's just building up to this massive orchestra. Yeah. But every time a song's brought, uh, or should I say every time an instrument's brought in, you used to get just a, a nice narrated voice just saying, Grand Piano, and and it's and just all the different things. But this has just got John Cleese doing the introduction of the, these instruments. And it's just like, <laughs> huh? <laughs> Uh, hi, John Cleese. What are you doing here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, did you listen to any other music? Yeah, I... Was I it Stranger of, Things? Maybe. Okay. I do have I do have both volumes on my phone. I do listen to that on occasion, but I've kind of gone back to uh, Baby Metal. Okay. I don't think I mentioned this on the podcast, but earlier this year I kind of discovered Baby Metal. Yeah, yeah. This was kind of my summer, like the two albums. This was kind of my playlist for the mm. summer, and I just uh, I haven't listened to Baby Metal in a while, so I kind of listened to that. Uh, and Baby Metal is awesome. So if you haven't listened to that, you should listen to Baby Metal. Uh, I listened to an album, I think, when you were going on about it um, yeah. again, middle of the summer. And- I thought they were all right. It's good stuff. You should listen to the other album uh, if it's, you know. Uh, okay. You should listen to both. It's it's really good. They've, there's some really good songs on there. Um, silly one, uh, uh, Deus Ex. Hmm. Now, I don't know if you've actually kind of spent some time listening to that soundtrack. Uh, no. That is some calm-ass, like, synthy kind of soundtracky stuff. And the Mankind Divided one mm. came out couple weeks ago I'm going to say and it's just nice to just chill out and just listen to some synthy kind of actiony kind of musicy stuff hmm. uh, so it's kind of been one of, like you say it's one of those where you just want to just chill out with no vocals no nothing hmm. so like baby metal is my journey to work and then during work it's synthy stuff okay um, and the last one is uh, Stambush okay not aware of said thing. Person. Yes, you are. Am I? If I played a snippet of a song, which I'm not going to for copyright reasons, mm-hmm. uh, do you remember? You got the touch. Oh right, yeah, yeah, So he did an original song for his game called Shadow Warrior Two. Okay. And they've got him to do like an original track for that song, and it's called Warrior. Okay. Uh, and it's so eighties. Oh, it's so eighties. Uh, it's just a four EP soundtrack, hmm. but it's the Warrior, the Touch, and a song called Never Surrender. Okay, but it's just kind of those on loop, and then the Transformers songs, and then oh, I went down right. the rabbit hole. Okay, 
Well, it was one of those where it was like, um, was it War of Cybertron? It was one of those games he did an original song for that, and it's just like, I just kind of went down like an 80s hair metal, uh, hair rock kind of thing. Sure, okay. Uh, so, yeah. It's hmm. a sickness, but it's somewhat different. I mean, like I say, because I'm not getting time to listen to books, and at this moment in time, with the way that work is a bit hectic at the minute, and I don't listen to stuff at home, yeah, I need something to do. So, um, listening to those has kind of been the perfect escape at the moment. Mm-hmm. So it's it's good stuff. It's yeah, either that I'll listen to bloody Christmas music all day. Yeah, yeah. What about yourself? Sorry. So I I finish Catalyst. Catalyst. The Star Wars Catalyst. Oh, you did? Yes. The, the Rogue One story. Mm. The, the prequel. <sighs> what a boring piece of shit that was. <laughs> I... Uh, so, I, I finished it off on my trip down to Rugby and back. So, that, that was a good uh, two-hour drive. So, I managed to get the last two hours in. And I was even debating uh, before setting off back. I, I knew I had a ha- an hour in front of me. And I'm like, I'm not sure I can be bothered finishing this off. <laughs> and Which I was, is always good. Yeah, and I was looking through the comments and um, some people were like, oh, it's the best book ever. You've got to listen to this. And I'm like, what? Um, but I found a review that summed up my thoughts on this perfectly and I'll, I'll i'll quickly read it out it's no, from sure. a gentleman called scott in south shields <laughs> arguably the worst star wars book yet good narration but even that could make the dullest storyline in the star wars universe less painful i found the main characters boring and irritating you can't drag out the plot when you already know the final outcome spoiler alert the death star gets a big gun we know <laughs> <laughs> not a single Sith, a Jedi, blaster pistol, or wisecracking 10 hours of audio. If your favourite part of Star Wars is a Senate scene in episode 1 where the political debate about Naboo's really interests you, then maybe, just maybe, this book is for you. And to be honest, that's my thoughts exactly. It was the most boring, dull shit ever. The, the whole Spence bit was like, oh my god, is the Death Star gonna get a gun? And it's just like, well, anybody that's actually reading this book knows Star Wars, and they know that the Tessar gets a big gun. It's, yeah, that is questionable. I suppose it's, I think we said a couple podcasts ago, it's going to be so difficult to write a prequel story. Yeah, yeah. But you think they would do it around something that is not based around something that is integral to films that people have seen. I know. Dozens of times if you bought the book. Yeah. There is a reason you're buying it is because you're a big fan of Star Wars and you already know what's going to happen. Yeah, but it, it it was debates. I mean, there were entire chapters about engineering discussions about, oh, well, what should we use for the power output for this? Do you think... And I was like, really? <laughs> you're just peeling your own skin off your face. Yeah, but as you said, I mean, where they've, where they've put this book. So it's after episode three and before episode four. You know how one ends and you know how the other one starts. So it's just like, and you can't kill anybody off because you know, in fact, you can't have any suspense about, oh, well, so-and-so might die. No, they won't. we've seen them for another four films. Yeah. Or, it's, yeah. Although I am hearing that Rouge One is pretty fucking great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, this book might make more sense after I've watched Rogue One because it does have gin in it. 
who's the main woman. Okay. Um, so it's kind of her backstory-ish in the fact that her dad is the engineer. Spoilers, Darren! You find out straight away. It's oh, like okay. in the first chapter. Yeah, that's fine. And that's one of the main plot points. All right, okay. And and when we end this book, she's still only young. She's like about five year old. So again, it's it's a crowbar and in a backstory. It's like, oh, my dad worked on the Death Star. <laughs> backstory complete. <laughs> that that's ten hours right there. <laughs> my dad worked on the Death Star, and the Death Star got a big gun. There we go. I've just saved you all ten hours. Credits. Duh, duh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's so. a bummer, but you think they would try and think of something more entertaining to kind of lead you into Rogue One rather than make you feel tired. Yeah, yeah. However, I mm. was suggested a book by a good friend, Mr. Jess. Okay. He suggested I look at a book called The Long Way to a Small Angry Planet, uh, Wayfarer's One. Okay, it's a mouthful. Uh, yeah, so he, he sent me a link to it. I clicked on link. I had a spare credit. I, I bought book. Um, I'm only about an hour, hour and a half into it. So far, such a good book. Yeah? Yeah. I don't really know what's going on just yet, but um, I think it's perfectly spoiler-free to say there is a woman and she mm-hmm. goes off to a ship. Uh, the ship is responsible for doing stuff. Okay. In the hour and a half, she has got to said ship. Um, we've had introduction of the characters of the AI computer, the different races on the ship, and it feels quite a solid little crew. Almost like imagine an extended Firefly crew. Mm. Everybody with their own little quirks, but also some aliens on there as well. Okay. And. Yeah, yeah, really good. Uh, I'm really gelling with the characters already. In fact, I could tell you all the names, and that's pretty impressive from an hour and a half. Just wait until the next eight hours are all about engineering. <laughs> but to be honest, I'd be fine with that, because you've got uh, the one of the main engineers, which is Kinsey, which is kind of a psycho loopy bird, kind of a cross between Kaylee from, from Firefly mm-hmm. and Harley Quinn. Uh, proper nuts, then. Yeah, proper nut job. She's got she's got boots that come up to her knees with multiple buckles. She's got like polka dot tights on and this frilly little skirt. And it's just she sounds a bit mental. I mean, even the the woman who's doing the narration actually plays her a bit mental as well. Right. Okay. But she's already such a lovable character. Mm-hmm. Um, in the same way that she's decorated this woman's room, put flowers in there, and all sorts. And and this ship just feels like an absolute bucket of bolts that they've just keep banging stuff on to uh, just to keep it together. Uh, there's right, probably duct okay. tape on every seal, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like a genuinely good place to have this story. Uh, I, and uh, we, I'm still in the introductions of the people, and I already think a lot of them are great. Right, okay. That's cool. Yeah, so um, I know there's a second book as well, so I, I really can't wait to put some more time into this. I just wish work would chill the fuck down so I could um, actually get onto it. Well, New Year, I'm guessing you start to the year, it'll be kind of quieting down, maybe? No, no, we yeah. have, we have a software release um, end of Feb, so I'll get the build like mid to late Jan. Right. Which means it's all hands to the pump, it gets a bit hectic. 
fun. Hmm. But it's there ready and waiting for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be a gym thing at the moment, but it's it's very good, very good mm. book. Cool. So, like we've done with every other section, book of the year, Terry. Hmm. I haven't read like completely finished books. Uh, I was going to cheat and say Ready Player One because I had listened to that again this year. Uh, I'd I'd have been okay with it. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, that kind of feels like a cop out. Yeah, yeah. Ish. Um, but I chose uh, Dresden Files. Stormfront. Stormfront. Okay. Because that book's really good. Yeah, the very likable really characters. Yeah. Uh, as a standalone book, it was cool. And then when we had the discussion afterwards of, oh, wait, every book is like that. I'm like, mm. ah, just... But Stormfront is still a good book. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, it's down to James Master's narration, kind yeah. of the actual story, like the grimy kind of noir kind of feel to everything is... is and. It, it makes it really good, and the fact that they sprinkle a little bit of humour here and there into it kind of gives it that light-hearted relief that you feel like you need once every so often. Yeah, yeah. It's a very well-written book, but uh, that that was my book of the year. Uh, second place would have been a Ready Player One, because that mm. book is just awesome. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yourself? So I I looked through all, all the things I've read this year, mm-hmm. and I actually went with The Black Echo, uh, the, okay. um, the Bosch book. Because mm. that was very well narrated, and that so it's it's very rare that you get a book that you will happily go for an extra long walk just so you can listen to an extra couple of chapters, or or take that extra long way home, or or find something to do outside just so you can um, stand in stand in front of your front door for ten minutes with the key in your hand, waiting to unlock it, but you don't want to like exactly yeah yeah I've um, done that before. Yeah, so Ready Player One is is something that definitely did that for me. Uh, the Black Echo again was something that I was blown away by, mm. and it was just like I was trying to find every moment I could just to squeeze in more of that story. Yeah, but really, really enjoyed. It. In fact, I um, from Audible you can actually click the download link, and just as long as you sign in on iTunes, you can actually have the file in iTunes. So I've I've stuck it in Christina's iTunes, and she's nearly finished the book, and she's really enjoying it as well. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so really good. Yeah. So, Terry. Yes. It is that time again. <gasps> Let us go to the reading corner. Yes. So, Terry, 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 we read some more sex criminals. Yeah, we did. Not together. No, no, That's not weird. at all. I, I only managed to get through one, um, mm. but still I enjoyed it. It was, uh, I remembered really enjoying it. Uh, it took me a little bit to get back into the story. I was like, so what was going on again? Ah, right, okay. They were having sex and they were being criminals. Yeah, and he had uh, like a throbbing dong. <laughs> glowed at the tip. <laughs> glowed at the For tip. For reasons. <laughs> yeah. Um. Again, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was um, light-hearted enough. It, it was different enough. Yeah. Um, that's the reason. Because uh, you was disappointed by Deadpool, as was I. Mm. Uh, and kind of some of the other stuff that we've been reading has been kind of serious. And that's kind of been the one standout that it kind of felt like I'd nailed it with the selection of, mm. I've heard about this really silly thing. It seems to have a very stupid premise. 
Yeah. Uh, let's just do this. And it's still silly premise, but it's still cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I do like Sex Criminals. Uh, spiral alert. It's the my comic book of the year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I've I've read a couple more issues of it, and I can actually feel nearly come to the end of volume one now. Right. Okay. I feel I'm just going to carry on with it because uh, it's the characters and what's going on is keeping me engrossed enough to think. Oh, I wonder what happens next. Mm, sure. But it's it's the comedic side of things. It's it's taking what is kind of construed as such a taboo thing in media. Mm. Although it is kind of easy enough, you know, like with Game of Thrones and yeah, yeah. all that sort of stuff, you know, like nudity and sex and that sort of thing. Um, and to have it in a comic book, you wouldn't think it would work, but they've built such a weird thing around it. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of takes it into this really silly mode. Like the issue I was reading was she knows how to slip out of a pair of sex handcuffs and it kind of goes into the backstory of how she knows how to do that. Oh, fantastic. And just random stuff like that. But, you know, it's it, it's appropriately silly. Yeah, and yeah. I think we need that around this time of year. It's just silliness. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I like set criminals. I, I think it's good. Yeah. Well, but, to be uh, fair, once this recording is over this evening, then that is my free time. Free uh, for the rest of the year. Uh, so I'm looking forward to getting back into some comics, some games, and just catching up on stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably read a few more of those. I've got some Back to the Futures to read. Um, I've got some more Power Rangers to read. Oh, uh, Power Rangers, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've got quite a few comics to catch up on. So I'm mm. I'm looking forward to going balls deep into some comics. Well, because I came completely unprepared. Uh, what, you? Me, right? <laughs> um. Kind of the reading corner was just going to be a bring your own, bring your own book to school day. Okay, yeah, like uh, bring your games on the last day. Yeah, kind of. Kinda, yeah, because right, yeah. I'm tying it into Christmas. There you go. Good segue. <laughs> it's because it's Christmas, and that's what you do. You bring your favourite toy to school with you. You bring, you bring your book to the reading corner. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. We can discuss yeah, stretch. Uh, yeah, because yeah. yeah. uh, th- my mentality behind it was. There are so many comic books that we've kind of gone through that I feel need more attention. Like for me, Saga was one of them that I wanted to keep going in. Yeah. Um, what was the one with the robot kid thing? Defenders. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Uh, not def- um, Descenders. Descenders. Yeah, I, I did notice that I've got a couple more issues of that queued up. So uh, I wouldn't mind seeing that as well. So those were kind of the two main ones I wanted to go back to, and with. Um, as sex criminals i wanted to continue with that as well so mm. i feel like there's plenty enough where i don't want to kind of force us to read something that we don't that we're probably gonna fucking not like yeah uh because it seems to be more misses than hits at the moment so i'd rather go back to something that we've actually enjoyed and yeah that. okay so that sounds good that's cheating on my part but fuck everything mm-hmm. so you <laughs> said your comic of the year was Six Criminals? I did indeed. And that is the bestest one? For what I've read, yes. Okay. And I, you know, it's lighthearted, it's silly. I, I mean, that whole scene with the music and the whole, we're st- going to stick post it notes over this oh, because shit, we haven't got that. the copyright. That was funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we okay. haven't got the copyright to this. So uh, yeah. uh, that was kind of one of the main scenes that stuck out to me. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed Six Criminals. I thought it was some 
appropriately dumb fun. Mm, mm. And cool. that's what you come to expect from a comic book. Yeah, indeed. For what me, it was Batman versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I like Batman. I like the turtles. Combine the two worlds. That worked really well. No, Darren, he loves the Batmans and he loves the turtles. I, I do. Yeah, you do. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. um, didn't you mention that there's actually going to be a cartoon series? I believe so. Yes, a Nickelodeon um, thing. Or? I think so. Yeah, I believe they're continuing on with Batman TMNT. Oh, interesting. Because it 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 concluded nicely, so they could have left it mm. where it was. I believe there is a tie-in. There is something coming out soon. A, a mate of mine was telling me about. It. I'm pretty sure that it's a new story with those two again. Okay. I believe. Okay. There is something there with the turtles. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I've, Batman versus TMNT. Uh, not versus TMNT, but Batman cross TMNT. Yeah. Kind of things from two different completely different comic companies that come together to make this awesome thing is yeah yeah the appropriate nerdiness uh it's kind of like when they did x-files cross ghostbusters and transformers and turtles mm. and stuff it's kind of one of those where it's like that's not gonna work and then batman hmm. so everyone loves batman yeah i like it yeah cool and that terry was the last reading corner of 2016 oh no So, let's talk about New Year's challenges. Mm. Tell me. Well, we know you played some Mass Effect. Mm. Um, didn't manage to get through all three games. No. But but at least you got. I'm getting this. Um, driving, driving, you driving. Your test doors. But but you're trying. You're trying. Here's 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 my thing. Okay. Okay. Compared to how I was at the beginning of 2016. So, beginning of 2016, you hadn't played any Mass Effect, you didn't have a driving license, and you were in the same job. So now I've finished Mass Effect <laughs> 1. <laughs> so now I've finished Mass Effect 1. Um, I'm into Mass Effect 2. Um, I've passed my theory, and I've got to the point of where I've taken a couple tests. Yeah. Progress. Yeah, I... I couldn't say at the beginning of 2016 that I had enough confidence to do these things. Yeah. Not the Mass Effect thing. I can sit in front of a TV and play games by myself all the you know all day long. But mm -hmm. you know the driving stuff. I, I feel like I've I, even though I haven't passed the test, the personal growth from it. Yeah, sure. You know the the confidence built. You know because I must admit, like I think I mentioned it before I started that I'd had some pretty rough times with driving instructors and. Just being let down constantly by it all, and yeah, just yeah. kind of putting me off in a big way. Sure, but yeah. The fact I've got to that point of where I've been able to say yes, I didn't pass my test. However, the fact that I've got to this point is pretty much a fucking miracle, uh, given how it, it had gone in previous years. But it is some personal growth there, if you want to kind of call that me copying out. I guess so. But... Um, and ju and just think, you've got another test in just over four weeks. Not to panic you or anything. I do, I do, but we'll see what happens. Let's hope I don't have a full-blown anxiety attack before this next one. Yeah. Yeah. 
And job wise, yeah, did, did we ever get so any what about, what about yourself? Or anything? Nope. New Year's challenges for Darren. <laughs> <laughs> He's played some Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Proving once again that Terry struggles <laughs> with the mean of challenge. He's. <laughs> I don't have a rich lottery friend to get me out of this one though. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So myself, I, I, I was looking back. I've done good. I, you've done pretty good this year. I completed three Assassin's Creed games. Some of them were rough. Some of them were okay. The one that I'm currently playing, I, it, it's that good. I don't want it to finish. Which it speaks volumes about the game itself. Yeah, yeah. And and to be honest, if anybody listens back through the episodes, they'll know that my goal was really to get to Black Flag because I'd heard so many good things about it. And now I'm there. I kind of don't want that experience to disappear because the next two games don't look as good. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy that I've got them out of the way. So I'm, as I said, I'm already on sequence eight. I could power through the main store and have it done by the end of the week if I wanted. And then power through the next two before the next game came out mm. if I wanted, but I kind of don't want to do that. Yeah, I, I, there's no point in rushing it if you're enjoying it. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you might as well spend as much time as possible with it because if the next ones are going to be... I don't know, the sheeple said they were kind of buggy messes, but I guess you can expect that from all open-world games. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah but you might as well save this while you can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Fitness-wise, I, I, I pushed myself to the limit. In fact, I pushed myself past the limit and broke myself. <laughs> I I proper <laughs> broke myself. But yeah, so I got my fitness way up there. My fitness is still good. I, I'm even still gymming a couple of times a week. I'm swimming at least once a week. And uh, now the weather's cold, I'm doing less running. But that, that's fine. That's fine. My fitness is good. It's a mm. lot better than it was this time 12 months ago. Yeah, because, I mean, you did one or two tough mudders this no, one and a one... half. One tough murder and one mud run. I, I paid for two tough murders. You did, and then yeah. you was sore for one of them. Yep. Yeah, and then the second one you got pretty sick from it. Uh, you yeah. got that from the mud run in October. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. <sighs> yep. Get your health up, or be knocked on your ass. That's the one. Yeah. But, um, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Um, next year, I'm. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I've already got tough mudder in May, but my mm-hmm. brother wants to do at least one mud run. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm half tempted because it is doing something in Nottingham, which is, I think it's like an inflatable 5k thing. So all the obstacles are just inflatables, which looks kind of cool. Um, that sounds so cool. Even if I don't partake, I'll definitely go down there and, and go watch. Mm. Yeah, um, that that kind of sounds like the inflatable kind of means silliness. Yeah, yeah, but it looked kind of cool. Um, so yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, good. So that is and that was the New Year's challenges. I honestly don't think we will have any next year because I I understand the fundamental basics of a challenge. You're just not very good at them. It's just that I'm not very good at them. <laughs> um, I would have thought that the Year of Shame would have brought you to this realisation. Apparently it didn't. So, um, I don't know. 
I'm still going to push myself to finish Mass Effect. It's not like I've given up on driving. <laughs> These are both true. Well, you know what I mean. It's it's one of those where fucking persevering. I'm trying to do my best. God damn it. <laughs> oh, I've, I've so, got a. I has a sad now. So actually, just think about it. you put more time into solitaire than you did Mass Effect. Uh, when you say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> I put 14 and a half, 15 hours into Mass Effect. Yep. Ish. And in, in one weekend, you put how much into Solitaire? But I can't play Mass Effect and watch Neighbours at the same time. Why? I can do, I can do that with Mass Effect. It's with not Solitaire. exactly like the Neighbours plot. You're going to be like, shit, I missed something. No, rewind that. <laughs> You'd be surprised how often that happens. Really? No, not really. But yeah, I'm not it was one of those, I, I can't remember if I've said this to you, I don't think I've said this to you, but I'm finding that I'm spending more time in in the living room being sociable, and yeah. it's one of those where I've got the iPad with me, and I'm sat away from games, mm. so it was one of those where it's like, oh no, it's either it's going to be this, or it's going to be pin-out, so you can't track pin-out hours, I can't get achievements for pin-out. Solitaire it is. So anyway, that was the last show of 2016. I hope you all have a very Merry Christmas. Um, Over the festive period, if you've had a few beers and you want to send us an email, you can send that to podcast at checkpointdone.com. Yeah. If you want to send us something on Twitter, it's at checkpointdone. Mm -hmm. If you want to visit the website, uh, which Terry may have uploaded the Hitman videos. I've got like five videos going up soon. Then it's checkpointdone.com. Yeah. And these videos will then end up on YouTube. Um, go through the website to find the YouTube channel or the, fingers crossed you might search and find us. And then if you want to find us on our personal Twitter to see if Terry actually comes through, yeah. I'm at D5120 and Terry is at Foxhounder01. That's me. So, you lovely lot. Until next year, goodbye. Bye.